Well, if you saw the Vancouver Sun over the weekend, then you may have seen quite the piece that appeared in the paper. It was an op-ed written by former BC Liberal MLA Jane Thornthwaite. Let's talk more about it now with the help of uh, Vaughn Palmer. Good morning, Vaughn. Yeah, good morning, Simi. Uh, she didn't mince words on the weekend. A very, very strong statement from Jane Thornthwaite. Uh, thrown under the bus by Andrew Wilkinson during the election. And she turned around and threw him under the bus on Saturday. Yeah. It's quite a statement. So the uh, first thing to say is that Thornthwaite, you know, she lost her seat, and she's not making excuses for herself. She acknowledges she made some very stupid, unconscionable comments during a roast of uh, Ralph Sultan, a retiring MLA. She took some shots at Bowen Ma that she's apologized for. She apologized again for that. So she said she's not, as I say, letting herself off the hook. But then, then she turns around and says, I'm not the only person in the Liberal Party who should be apologizing. Yeah. Andrew Wilkinson, the party leader. So, so she points out, this is, this is what happened, that Wilkinson said nothing when she made the comments at the time. But when they were made public, when they came out during the campaign, he said, well, you know, Jane had made a bit of a fool of herself there. And I wasn't very happy with that. Well, she says, you know, um, Andrew Wilkinson never said that, for example, uh, Laurie Throne-S, who also lost his seat during the election, made a fool of himself when he was buying advertising in a publication that supports conversion therapy for gay people. Uh, He never said any liberal made a fool of themselves when they spoke at the anti-choice rally at the legislature, and two liberals did that. Throne S was one of them. Uh, Former cabinet minister Rich Coleman, who didn't run again, was the other one. So, you know, she says this has come up in party circles. There's a double standard in the liberals. There was under Wilkinson, where women were judged more harshly than men, treated more harshly than men. And she says, look, if this party wants to move forward... It is going to have to address this problem of the double standard if it wants to attract more women candidates and greater diversity, which it badly needs to do. Uh, it's going to have to address this. And she says, here it is. Yeah. Uh, get on with it and deal with it. Now, the timing of that was really interesting as well. One, a lot of what she said in there we had talked about during the election campaign, because I know you had mentioned it, right? The difference oh, yeah. in, the, in the language used. But also, she this came out on the weekend in the Vancouver Sun, the same weekend that the BC Liberal executive is meeting to plot kind of moving forward. Yes, uh, the Liberals uh, Party executive, uh, so three weeks since the election, right? The executive met on Friday the 13th, lucky day for the Liberals, and decided they have to start thinking about ways to move forward. A um, couple of ironies that jumped out of the statement they put out on that. They, um, they're calling for an open and honest conversation <laughs> about the party's future. <laughs> and um, they want serious and exciting debates about our principles, processes, and so forth. Well, okay, fair enough. I guess Jane has responded to that pretty well right now. They want open honesty. There it is. You know, the the thing that jumps out about the timing as well, and obviously the Liberals have got a lot of work to do and they've got four years to do it in, but it's been three weeks since the election and Andrew Wilkinson has yet to say a word publicly, really, about yeah. the defeat. I mean, first of all, he refused to concede, 
Then he finally did concede on Monday at what may be the shortest press conference in provincial history by a major party leader. It lasted, I think, someone timed it, 91 seconds. He didn't take questions. And he, as far as I know, and I've been looking around, I've seen no sign, Simi, that he has said a word no. since or taken questions since. So I was wondering about this late in the week yeah. last week because I thought, you know, there's still a lot of things here for the opposition to do. There's still a lot of things that they can criticize. There are still points that can be made. And they have been absolutely silent on that front. That's a very good point. You know, I have been critical uh, of Premier John Horgan for not being in any great rush to step back into the public arena and start dealing with the pandemic that's clearly out of control but you're right neither have the liberals they've been they have been silent and they're led by their leader yeah i know uh, so then why know. does he want us to stay in the job until yeah. the next leader is chosen if he's not doing the job right now yeah, no, I mean, I think, look, and I think the Thornthwaite uh, statement reinforces that. Wilkinson is going to have to step down, and he's probably going to have to make way for an interim leader, because I think it would be... The Liberals need to have this long dialogue about rebuilding and deciding, you know, all sorts of things, like whether to change their name and positioning and all that, before they have a proper leadership race. There are people out there who I think would think of seeking the leadership but they're not going to do it uh, while the party is in the mess it's in. They really need to clear the decks within the party. And I don't know as though they, they would be wise. I don't really see any urgency for them to have a leadership race because there are people, as I say, out there. And a good example is Jazz Johal, who lost his seat. In two years, he might decide to run for the leadership if it's worth anything at that point, if it looks like the government might be vulnerable. But at this point, you'd be committing yourself uh, without even a job to uh, and, and without a seat uh, to going forward. So I think they will hold off for a while. But before anything happens, really, the the guy who led them to this historic defeat uh, needs to come out first of all, and he could start by addressing what Jane Thornthwaite said, and then yeah. addressing his own future. And as she put it in her piece too, though it wasn't just him; it was right after the roast. She got a phone call from a higher up, a senior liberal executive. She said, "Who told her great job on the roast?" Yeah, she didn't name that person. Uh, there will obviously be a, a house cleaning uh, in the party executive as well. Uh, I know the uh, the person most responsible for the campaign, Emil Scheffel, has already said he's leaving. So, uh, you know, and and you'd expect that he has taken the fall for the as an executive member. Mm-hmm. But again, staff, yes, that's a problem. Uh, but ultimately, it's the party leader yeah. who answers for that. And even if he has no intention of remaining in the provincial political arena in the long run, he really needs to say something. And it's three weeks and it's overdue. Three weeks and counting. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. If you didn't get a chance to check it out, you please do. It's Jane Thornthwaite's piece uh, in the Vancouver Sun over the weekend that is generating so much discussion.